Welcome back to the Swedish podcast. In the last episode, we heard about the passing of Pai Gurdas. Chapter 15 now begins describing how Sundar and Paramanand, along with the entire family of Guru Amardashi, met with everybody else there before they all mounted up. The entire family was behind them. Everybody had their own ride there, some on horses, some on chariots. They reached Kadur Sahib and then they dismounted. Guru Hargobind and the entire family, they all went to the spot associated with Guru Angad Dev Ji. They did some parkaramas around that spot before meeting with the family, the descendants of Guru Angad Dev Ji. They saluted each other, receiving each other's darshan, divine sight. Datu's son, so Guru Angad Dev Ji's grandson, also found out that Guru Hargobind was there and he quickly arrived to salute the Guru. Guru Hargobind also saluted him. Likewise, both were very happy seeing each other. Datu's son then requested saying, Oh Master, please set up your camp here. We will serve you to the best of our ability. Guru Hargobind, radiant like the moon, then replied, We will be leaving today. We'll be starting a recitation, a part of the exalted Guru Granth Sahib, the treasure of all happiness for Pai Gurdas at this moment. It was just called Granth Sahib. Datu's son continued to request, but Guru Hargobind mounted up on his horse. And when there was not much time left in the day, they reached back in Amritsar along with his cavalry army. Guru Hargobind went to the Akal Thakat to bow down. They then went to Darshan Diori, the gate in front of Darbar Sahib. They bowed down there and then walked into Darbar Sahib where they bowed down again. They performed some parkaramas around Darbar Sahib and then went back to the Akal Thakat to sit and deliver his Darshan out from there. The people of Amritsar found out about their arrival and came with such happiness in their heart. They quickly went there to bow down to the Guru. They placed offerings in front of the Guru. Countless men, women, everybody came to receive the Guru's darshan. There was such congestion. They were all sacrifices to the Guru. Guru Hargobind asked them how they were doing. They stayed there until the completion of Sodar, Hurheras. There was also such a large gathering there to receive the darshan of the Guru when they left. They then went to their residence. The entire family came there and they enjoyed their time together. The warriors, meanwhile, went back to their own barracks, their encampments. They ate and then slept for the night. On sunrise of the next day, Guru Hargobind came and opened the exalted Granth Sahib for the benefit of Pai Gurdas. They began this recitation, this part. They had Bidhi Chand be the reciter of the Bani, sitting him there. And after 14 days, the entire part of the Granth Sahib was completed. On that day, they had clothing offered to the Akal Takht. Great amounts of prachad was being distributed. The Guru was for a very long time thinking about his servant, his Sikh, Pai Gurdas. After some time, Pai Panna asked for permission to go back to his home, back to his village. And Guru Hargobind said, When we will call for you, then come at once. So Panna bowed down before heading home. And constantly, day and night, he would remember Guru Hargobind. After some days, Guru Hargobind's son-in-law, Sadhu, the husband of the Guru's daughter, Bibi Viro, also desired to go home. Guru Hargobind gave him very fine clothes, jewelry, as well as a very fine horse with an expensive saddle. The greatly fortunate one, Bibi Viro, got ready and then met with her mother, Mata de Modri, who met with her beloved daughter and the other mothers, Mata Nanaki and Mata Marwahi, also met with Bibi Viro with tears in their eyes. The great love, they comforted each other. Then Bibi Viro met her father, Guru Hargobind, and before mounting up on her chariot, 
She said goodbye and then set off back to her home. Sadhu, meanwhile, her husband bowed down to all the three matama, all the three mothers, and then to the lotus-like feet of the Guru at that point. The mothers and everybody said, remain well, remain well to each other. Everybody got emotional, such love sprouted up in them. Sadhu mounted up on a horse and then set off back to their village of Malla. Guru Hargobind, the great warriors, praise spread far and wide. Every now and then they would mount up to go hunt, taking along with him Bande Khan to play and hunt. Guru Hargobind would train them all in the science of weapons, seeing where they had their strengths, where they had their weaknesses. Bande Khan would train hard physically with a very strong exercise routine, showing his strength to the warriors and the Guru. His training and strength was just unmatched. He was just so massive with such large arms, these arms which could hold back two oxes which were fighting each other. These arms which could take massive shields and just hold them in two hands and just rip them in half. He would place a coconut between his arm and his bicep and he would just squeeze it and it would just pop. All of this would please Guru Hargobind greatly, these feats of strength. Bandakan was so strong he could hold and stop with his arms a very strong horse from galloping. He used weighted clubs in his exercise routine. These clubs were as heavy as a man each. He would hold one in each hand along with a wrestler who was holding down each of his arms as well. And still he could swing these weighted clubs around for some time. He would take any bow besides Guru Hargobind's and with his strength he would pull back the bow and it would just snap. He would show other great feats of strength as well. He would train so hard and please those who saw this. One day he was mounted up on a hunt with Guru Hargobind and they went far out from Amritsar. They headed out towards the area of a sadhu of a holy man named Jalan. The divine Guru Hargobind reached there. Jalan saw Guru Hargobind from far and bowed down. He set up a tent for the Guru and then requested, O oh, great master, please be graceful upon me and stay one night here with me so I may receive your darshan, divine sight, for some time. And Guru Hargobind then dismounted there. Jalan had set up a very nice bed. Jalan was attending to the Guru. His wife's name was Ramki. She was also very happy to see the Guru there and said, we must both have such great fortune that you are delivering your darshan in our own very house. Listening to his wife, he was so happy. Jalan was and he sat down beside the Guru while bowing down. Guru Hargobind then asked him a question. He said, oh Jalan, you are a great sadhu, a great holy man, but tell me, why are the Turks after us? Without thinking, they send armies against us. They battle, they kill and die for this. Thousands have died for this. Listening to this, Jalan clasped his hands together and said, O oh, Guru Hargobind, you are the all-powerful, the great. You see, in the house of the Mughals, there's a bitch roaming around. Maya, the illusion, wealth. Day and night, their mind attaches ever more affectionate to it. And now, you have also grasped this female dog with your hand and tied it up on the leg of your bed frame. This bitch, which has bit the entire world. These Turks, they are dogs. And they're barking, whatever their nonsense is, is displaying their discontent, the dissatisfaction from it. They want that bitch. They are dogs looking for this bitch, thinking, what has happened? They die 
doing this, experiencing great pain, and they will keep barking. They will keep bugging you. They won't stop. What you should do now is untie this bitch from your bed frame. Let this maya, this wealth, this meaty go. Don't hold on to this now. And the moguls will stop. They won't even think of you. They won't even come near you. Guru <laughs> Guru Hargobha at this point is just laughing, just slowly, deeply laughing, his mouth opening up like a lotus flower and said, This will now remain tied with us. Our connection with Midi will remain. In any way, it won't be separate. Even if we want to try to separate from it, at this point, it will not be separated. Oh, Jalan, you are just a sweet, simple, innocent devotee, a simple saint. You forever just remain in one-minded concentration. Jalan heard this and bowed down to the lotus-like feet of the Guru and then served him greatly in many ways. They spoke about devotion, bhakti, they spoke about wisdom, jnana. Jalan understood the essence of what Guru Hargobha was talking about and was just so delighted. Whatever way he was asking questions to the Guru, Guru Hargobha in the ocean of compassion would respond accordingly. Guru Hargobha spent one night there, sleeping there in great peace. The next morning they bathed, they then went to the forest to hunt, Guru Hargobind then arrived back in Amritsar. Guru Hargobind, who saves the honor of his six twice a day in the morning and in the evening, Guru Hargobind would deliver his darshan, divine sight, to the six there at the Akal Takht, blessing them, liberating them. Many people who weren't six were coming there to see the Guru and would become sick. By reciting the Guru's darshan, they removed all their sin. Countless money was coming into the Guru's house day by day, and with that, all the expenses would be paid for by the Guru. The Guru, who was amassing together a massive army of warriors, fashioning them in fine clothes and weapons and jewelry. He purchased many horses, highly agile, strong, powerful horses. He had his warriors ride these horses. And for them, he purchased weaponry, as well as many kinds of clothes and arms as well. Six from the local regions and foreign regions were bringing weapons, obtaining the happiness of the Guru, who were placing these weapons and horses in front of his six. Guru Hargobind's adventures, his tasks, would be fully devoted to warfare, devotion, and wisdom. Performing them, or speaking about them, or even listening to these stories with his Sikhs. The Babis were reciting Kirtan, the Sikhs were hearing this with such love, which would take them across this ocean life existence. This is how chapter 15 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about Baba Gurudattaji and how his wife, Mata Nati, gave birth to a son. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. And as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Mm-hmm.